And we're live, Mike. Wow, we are back. Oh, I'm back. I, I was on, yeah. I was on hiatus last week. Um, uh, it was honeydews and and different trips and. You were doing good things. Well, you know, I don't know if I was doing good things. I was doing making, st- I was doing stuff. Fixed moves. fixed my fence, sort nice. of painted my ceiling finally, after the uh, the water the water feature we had indoors. Uh, the Great Niagara. Got, yeah, the Great Niagara that got fixed. I was up there the night before I painted, and Paul, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. I probably didn't sand as much as you would have. I'm I went sure o- you didn't. I, w- I went over a couple times, and I was like, "All right, well, that looks that looks uh, feels pretty good." And I call that letting grace cover it. Yep. You know? Yeah, that and several coats of paint over the over the actual spots themselves. But yeah, that was a that was a, a thing. Going down to Georgia to get Chick Fil A, and you really. Folks, if you, you ever, tell the story. if yeah, okay. So last year, before the pandemic was really kind of in full force, we found out about this place called Truett's, pre-season yeah, pandemic. Yeah, pre-pandemic, we found out about Truett's Luau, which is in Fayetteville, Georgia, which is about four and a half hours from the house, and right down the street. Then, oh yeah, right down the street. I'll I'll discuss irony in a moment, but we we decided last year we were going to go, but then it got to be where nothing was open, so if we had to make a bathroom stop. Where are you going to go? Yeah, where are you yeah. going to go? So you, you really can't travel outside. You can't go far. You can't do stuff. So that, that got put on the back burner. Well, we decided last Saturday that's where we're going. So we drove out there. Now, here's the irony. Do you realize you will pass 15 oh. Chick-fil-A's <laughs> on, the, on the highway alone? That's yeah. not even talking about the ones that are in malls and other places close by where you're driving, but 15 at least on the way down. I think this number's light. Can we get the producers on this? Yeah, we're, uh, we'll... Noah? Okay, Noah, get back Yeah, we'll get... Yeah, Noah, just on the 85 corridor. That's all. Just just 85, okay? So, all right. So, so we get down there, and of course, it is one of four of these special Chick-fil-A's that, you know, in this case, they're dressed up in Hawaiian shirts. They say aloha, you know, they're... They have a they have this really neat outdoor space you can sit in that you can't sit in. They have they have beehives above it. They get the honey from the beehives. They use the honey they get from the beehives. I, I'm te- I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. So if you get stung, is that like a special <laughs> an extra? Well, see, that's the that's the really? part that's the part I'm trying to figure out because basically you're putting people in harm's way because they are. I mean, yeah, they're about 12, 15 feet up in these regular like beekeeper type boxes but i'm sure they got to venture down they don't they don't you know they swarm yeah yeah i've got you know what i'm gonna put in the show notes about this place because people i think need to at least see a youtube clip or something i'm sure there's something i could dig up on this yeah no it's cool It, it is it was we had uh in our car because we wanted to order things strange things off the menu i had a hamburger uh we ordered two different types of fish tacos that they had, and we had the Aloha Nuggets, which are uh, the spicy nuggets with some sort of a sauce on them with red pepper mm. in it. Mm-hmm. They were they were they were tasty. They had a little bit of a sweet bite to them. They were so good. And and then we had uh, we had the frosted you know they had frosted lemonade here, but they had frosted pineapple, frosted pineapple with macadamia nuts in it, and they had the frosted Hawaiian, which was almost like Hawaiian punch frosted. It was delicious yeah i'm just i mean i'm just are you, I'm, are you I'm talking put, i'm putting that out there hp from like back in the day frosted like i'm talking that? yes i'm what? talking about throwing ice cream in with hawaiian punch making this light pink delightful drink that i drank mm. the light pink delightful drink that i drank 
but, but what do you think about the light pink drink that I drank? <laughs> it sounds great. So, but they can't they can't duplicate these things. No, he's he he made four of these these places in the kind of in the same vicinity because apparently we drove by the fifties one, and then there's also one shaped like a mushroom. All I, mushroom I, things. I don't know. You don't know. I don't know. They may. I, I think. I think Chewett's Luau is the only one that really has kind of gotten off the menu and done different oh, okay. stuff. I think the other ones are just theme. just themed so that people are dressed that way. And but maybe I mean I don't know. We didn't. We only went to one of them. I Did guess you passed the one that's themed like a church because there's a lot of Christians that really are fans of the Jesus Chicken. Unbelievable. <laughs> I, I I like I said. I just know that we passed. We we stopped counting after about the tenth one. You know, including the one in Kannapolis where we live. That we drove past to get to, you know, we're with, within three miles of a Chick-fil-A, but we drove 300 miles. I mean, that's that's basically the long and short of it. I mean, really, I think it was only about 250 miles, but still. I like that it sounds adventurous. I like that it sounds like a memory. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, there yeah, but I think we've also worked it out that we're going to go again. Nice. Yeah, it was not a, it was not enough to get I I'm going to get I'm going to get the Aloha nuggets I believe this time. Oh, and we also had sweet potato fries. I forgot about that. I do love a good sweet potato fry. Oh, their sweet potato fries are awesome. A little bit of cinnamon, a little mm-hmm. bit of a mm-hmm. little bit of sweet Probably to go with your savory from the bees. Yeah. Straight, man, so good. You so know, I'm good. reminded of a man who lived off of honey. Oh, jeez. And Aloha locust. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not I can't segue into That's painful. Dude. That is painful. Actually, so, yeah, and I've um, been laid up for a couple of days, so I'm excited to be back um, to do the podcast today. We Getting over Holy Week was a little bit of a, a hump for us. So yeah, I didn't, you know, I, you know, funny thing that, that we, <laughs> we do a podcast on the, one, of the, one of the two hard days that we have, and then we take the next week off. Yeah. Well, you know, this makes sense. Yeah. Well, it's like it's game day, yeah. and then, you know, ice up. You know, for the next one. Well, yeah, I was going to say it was as if it was as if we ran a marathon because it was like Thursday, Friday, Saturday there was men's breakfast here, and then Sunday was Easter. I I had such a I I'll say this it was great. We got the egg hunting this year. Yeah, it felt I got so much energy of being able to go through all the well, rituals. Probably sound like a bad word for it, but you know, but it was bringing the, normal the back. It was of, bringing normal back. Yeah. Yeah. So we that was enjoyable, and and we tried some new things out for for Good Friday, and some we've had some good uh, good feedback good on feedback that. on yeah. that. So that's good. We will probably have to ramp that up again for next year, but we've already been thinking about that. Yeah. Still very very cool. Yeah, and and let me say this: it's very nice that you know not a lot of churches will let you be creative with things like this. You know, things yeah. sometimes become sacred cows, or or we, this is the way we've always done it. Or something. I love that our church is always pretty forgiving and pretty graceful yeah, when it comes to us trying things. Yeah, sometimes we've had some pretty zany ideas, and zany's being polite. Yeah. yeah. I think we've reined ourselves. The older we've gotten, I think we've reined ourselves in. This was a little bit more focused than urban kayaking, if yeah. you remember that, when we had an actual kayak come out. On not stage. that I did not love urban kayaking. In fact, one of my favorite <laughs> pictures ever taken is when we went and took someone's 12-foot kayak and walked it down Main Street in Kannapolis. And I just remember Jay's picture, and he just just has this lost look in his eyes. Why am I carrying <laughs> Why am I carrying this down the road? But that's, it's all good. That's actually when we do get new staff, we plan that's how we're going to haze them you know, yeah. one day. Yeah, you'll be— you'll Paul be, hasn't had that experience yet. Yeah, you'll be picking up the chickens. Yes, they are alive. 
and yes, they are running free. You've seen Rocky. You will have to chase them down. It's almost on Beverly Hills Ninja, too. He tries to make Chris Rock catch the chicken, and it's Chris Farley. Have you seen, have you seen that movie? Beverly Hills Ninja. Yeah, good, good I watch. saw bits and pieces of it. Eh. I tried. I tried it's to not get my, win an Academy Award. I really try to get my family involved, but They'll their sense it. of humor is just weak. I know. I know. Well, we're caught in this new. Get, I like this segue. We're caught. I like it. I, I, I'm very nice. We're caught in the act of this new sermon series called "Caught in the Acts," where we're focusing on the early church. And I like it because um, this year feels like a restart anyways, in a lot of ways. So I like that we're examining how they started up sharing the message of Jesus after Easter and everything. Well, you know? not just that, but, you know, you want to you really want to take like you come off you come off of Easter and you want to have you don't you don't want to go to. All right, let's go back to dull. Let's <laughs> yeah. have let's have let's have an eight week series on the dullness of Christianity. And we're going to start with. Long suffering prayer. Long suffering prayer. No, sackcloth you know, yeah, and yeah ashes. that's right. Uh, yeah. We have sackcloth and ashes at the at the at the back of the church for anybody who wants to really take part in this. <laughs> no, but you you always. I don't know if it was worship tells you this. I don't know if it's your, if it's Pastor One Hundred One. I don't know if this is like the the unspoken's right. After Easter, you come back with something. After when the kids go back to school, you come up with something to to start to restart yeah. and yeah you want to have a a handoff as they say oh some some way to hand off this wonderful message of easter into something that people can can do so i just thought well why not just just treat it chronologically okay so jesus resurrects comes back from the dead and what happened well the book of acts happened you know we we the the early church is born things start happening and and I, I told the story a little bit on Sunday, but it was like I wanted to have something that that kind of held it all together. And out of a simple idea came this this anagram. And out of that anagram came this just this whole idea of how we could all be a part of kind of what the early church was feeling, even if it's only on a small scale, even if it doesn't even if there's not thousands that are being saved, we are at least putting ourselves out in the water where those kind of things can happen. And, and the word was core. And because I thought, you know, what is, what, what are, who are we at our core? Who are we at the very center of us? If we were to just kind of mill it down, really kind of grind, grind the, grind it all down into what we really are. And, and I thought we were about community. I thought we were about outreach. We were about relationships and we were about execution, doing something about it. Right. And, Oh, that kind of execution. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. I mean, I, yeah, uh, I, I know we're one week away. We're one. We were one week away from the <laughs> hanging on the cross, and now we got execution. Yeah. I I did explain that out. To, I know you to did. be us taking action. Yes. I mean, you. I don't think we would do. I don't think we would do very well with the. What's at your Cora? <laughs> what's like, at your Cora? I like that. It's catchy. No, it's not catchy. So, you know, taking, taking it on this week, I, I, I mean, we take those things and, and really what it, what it boils down to is really, can you, can you say there's something outside your Christian life that's outside one of those four things? You really can't. I mean, if you frame them properly, they kind of encompass everything that a Christian should be. They should be about the corporate. 
They should be about the outreach. They should be about the relationship with Jesus for, along with the relationship to other people. And they should be people that are living out their faith. So it, it seems like you could kind of, no matter how hard you try, it's, it's, you're going to hit something within those four if, if you're careful enough to, to look at it the right way. You know, it is spring and baseball is out again. It's kind of in that strike zone. You know, oh jeez, you got that. So what square. you want, what you want to do is you want to introduce more sweet. metaphors, Jay. Yeah, I would we've got load caught up in metaphors. the axe. We've got now we've got core, and now we've got a strike zone. Maybe we've got a sweet spot, and we can talk about tennis. Methodist Church. But what's the meta narrative, Jay? <laughs> what's the meta narrative? What are we talking about within the the confines of all of these? Yeah. Look yeah, at him. He he's broken. Me. See, yeah, he's I'm broken. broken. He broke the pro- the problem is he's only he's operating at about 75% capacity right now. So all <laughs> I got to do is just keep talking to him, raise my voice, Where? or ask him a crazy question. And he's got nothing left. Look at him. He's broken. He's choking. Listen, I'm also excited about our— I'm gonna Take go a big sip res- of water. You know what? I'll go ahead and resurrect myself right Oh, there we go. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Um, because here's the deal. I'm excited. Like he's shaking his head. I, I don't mean that spiritually. I mean I need to ha- I need to recycle <laughs> back. I'm saying that this spring is new life. There's new life in the church. I'm excited that we possibly are going on a spring break, you know, for for youth for spring retreat. Yep. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. You know, so th- there's some. There's some new There's life. another metaphor. There's some There's new another life metaphor. in bloom. It's good. It's like in bloom. Saying, <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. You know what we're going to do? You're going to come in on Sunday morning and I want you to pick the metaphor that works best for you. <laughs> I'm going to preach from where I'm preaching from, but you you know what? If you want these aren't people these aren't people being saved. These are people blooming. You know, before I walk These in aren't here, people I, being saved. These I, are people being hit by balls in the strike zone. Leaning into the pitch. No problem. We can do that. You know, I, Jay, probably what else was going, you got? I was probably going somewhere with that, but actually I was just planning Advent before I walked in. So, oh my goodness, you know, but, but no, I like that, that it, it, that Easter, we think of it as some time of like, wow, that's the end of Holy Week and Easter. Oh, that's great. But it's really jumping off point. It's we like starting that. Point. It's we like stone. that. We like that at Christmas. We like that at New Year's. Yeah. We like that at Easter. And see, the problem is there's just this huge, huge gap between now and when school gets back in. That's going to be kind of like, all right, we are, we're basically preaching to eyeballs now. We got you know, to make this exciting so that people keep coming, even though— I got to bring up that school's getting out. I feel like they just got back. I know. And then I know. you got to bring that up. But I, I've totally got to be realistic, Jay. I've got <laughs> to be realistic, you know? Jay, I'm a realist. I'm, I'm, here I'm a realist. Laying it down for you. Your kids Faith will be home is great, you but know facts it. are even better, Jay. That's not it, no. But you know, I mean, we're 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 in the Book of Acts, and and we're 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 post the Holy Spirit coming. So all these things that are that are happening in the Book of Acts are now things based on people that have seen a bunch. Yeah. They've been through a lot. They are they are on the other side of the cross, and it is it is burned into them. It is it's at their core, right? You I'm, can see that too. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I, I, when I taught on this um, at Sunday school with the youth group, I wanted them to see that these were just a little bit ago. These apostles were scared. They're they huddled were, in a they room. Were, they were ordinary people with with ordinary problems. 
with ordinary fears that were that you know this week we talk about this boldness that they have yeah. that they're you know they're at the i guess the equivalent of the supreme court staring at the justices that have their life in their hands and, their, and their words are hey look i i I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna listen to you. I'm listening to what God's saying to me about what I'm gonna say. And well, that's what Peter says. That yeah. He says we don't. We shouldn't obey humans. We should obey God. Yeah. And this was Peter who was scared, denied yeah, Jesus this, a little bit that's ago. That's exactly right. And but they and, are fortified. You're but right it's, about. But the it's force. even. But it's even crazier than that because if you read before the passage, they're in jail. They're let out of jail, and it's almost as if they're trans. They're teleported out of jail because they. The guys come up to jail the next morning. Everything's locked up. Guards are still there, but they're not. But now, somebody, I've never been to, I've been, I've been in a jail as a, maybe a scared, a scared young kid showing their, you know, the teachers bring you in. This is where the, this, is where the, this is where the bad kids go. You want to keep interrupting in class? <laughs> yeah. How about an eight by eight classroom? With bars. <laughs> got, they, they used, and for people that don't know, that's what they did in like yeah. the 80s and 90s. They I mean, that, that was, a, that was one, of your, one of your school trips was to the police office. Yeah. Now, we didn't get fingerprinted. I heard years I later. I got fingerprinted. Yeah, like I said, like I said, years later, they fingerprinted. But, but you're taken into this room and you're... My first thought is, this is kind of scary, kind of dark, kind of a bad place. If I was in there and scared and got let out, I'd be heading for the hills. Right. But they're like, found they're found in. in the city square again, saying the same things, not not giving a rat's rump about what's what's coming. And they get taken to the Sanhedrin. And not only do they say, I'm not gonna listen to you, I'm not listening to human to mankind. I'm I'm listening to what God's telling me. They go on and tell these people, This is what you did. This is the guy that you hung on a cross. So they're they're actually almost spitting at them. Yeah. So daring them to do something about it. it it's I, I tried to make the analogy of, of like, remember how, I don't know if they do this anymore. I don't watch wrestling anymore. Back in there, like, oh, bro, they would just have these hype up speeches. Yes. They say that. We're, I mean, it, yeah, that's I, the I, boldness. I, I believe it still happens. But, you know, that that is done for the camera. There's no camera here. No. You know, this is this is simply put. This is them. Being the changed, the the reborn, the new birth, the new creation that that Jesus made them, and they no longer have a fear of what could happen to them. Yeah. I mean, they're just they they are fearless, they're bold, and and the really the bunch really of cool, bear grills just running wa- <laughs> wild. You know, there's there's one point where they they show they show this. They sh- and you know bear grills. I love the man. I've seen him eat bugs. I've mm-hmm. seen him eat. Well, is it worth it? Dead, dead animals that had been dead, and you know it's like, oh, this might make me sick later, but I've got to eat something. And he's, they show him, they show him, they show him traversing this huge cliff, and then they show another camera angle. He's jumping over a a four inch gap. (laughs) He's jumping a he's jumping a four inch gap. I'm trying to hide. All this of me saying, referencing those things, they have this innate boldness yeah. that they didn't have before because they've seen all these things, gone through the, all this with Jesus, and now they've got that Holy Spirit power in them. Right. And, and I want to do a deep dive, and maybe I'll do it, maybe I won't, but, and I'll, I'm thinking about doing a deep dive, but 
there's a, there's a Pharisee called Gamaliel, and he says something that's really interesting to me. He says, you know what, there's a couple of, there's a couple of these little, these little to-dos that happened before Jesus, and, and once, their, once their leader was gone, they were, they disbanded, they broke down, they were nothing anymore, and, and I, and you almost look at, you almost look at this, and you say, is, is God pushing Gamaliel to say, hey, leave these guys alone, mm-hmm. almost as like using, using the evil that's out there for good, or is, is, he ju- is this just Gamaliel even challenging God to do something with this group? And I, I can't get my, I, I can't be too sure. You know, I think, you know, part of me says, he's thinking this is going to be just like those other two that he mentioned. And Jesus is gone. They're, they're making some noise now. Yeah. But see, the, the end thing also says, says something to me too. It's, it, you know, the, and the end part, it's like, if, if this is of God, there's nothing we can do about it. You know, he says, but if this is from God, you will not be able to stop these men. You will only find yourselves fighting against God. So I don't know if that's if that's revelation, or if if that's just if that's just him, just simply, well, simply stating the truth. Obviously, if God's if God's with them, who who could come against them? You know, he he's aware of that. You know, if God is with us, who could be against us? He knows that, right? Right. But you know, that's that's my that's my thing right there. I I don't know if I, I don't know if I've got the. I don't know where I would go to f- try and figure that out. I, I know commentaries will be all over the, all over the map on this. But, yeah. you know, th- the whole point is God was with it, right? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the whole point. We know point. that. We know that. Yeah. We're, we're still doing something as Christ followers. So obviously that still works. But I just thought that was so interesting, you know, because, I mean, really, without, without those words from Gamaliel, they're toast. Yeah. They're toast. I mean, they are, they can just fit themselves for hanging upside down on a cross or, or hanging up on a cross themselves. Not that they cared, right? They, they, and that's, that's yeah. my whole, whole point too, is they were just bold. Like it, they, they had such a faith in what they had saw um, and what Jesus had done among, among them that they knew what the truth was and there was, there was no backing down. No, right. And they were on fire. Mike. Right. Right. And that is, you know, so I don't want to give away that, that that'll be the challenge on Sunday, you know, but I mean, think about it. If, if you are, if you are in the business of what God's in the business of, you're doing what he's calling you to do. And he's, he's with you. It's almost like you're, you're, you're set, right? You're, you know, and, you know, taking, taking a little bit away from last week, once we take ourselves out of the saving equation once we take ourselves out of the where they're going to land after equation it puts god at the helm of the rest of their life like he's at the helm of ours and it should give us some confidence some encouragement it should give us some i don't know some some boldness really to to be able to reach out to people to be able to uh come at come at this this least and lost in our world with a different, uh, I guess, a different thought of backing us, you know, because oftentimes we just think like we're all by ourselves trying to tell somebody about Jesus when really from the very beginning, if this was something, 
If it's from God, you will not be able to stop these men. You know what? So if you are honestly seeking him, earnestly seeking him, going at it from that perspective, what's, what's, the, what's the worst harm that can come to you? I kind of think of it as I, I like whitewater rafting like a lot. And I used to go a lot. I, 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 it's, listen, I've got two things that I'm throwing out there. Think of it this way. And I know this to be true in my life. I've done. Um, a bunch of rivers. I've done French Broad. I've done... Uh, uh, Nantahala? Yep, Nantahala. I've done the, the New River. Yeah. I've done... Uh, the Gauley? The Gauley. Okay. And I'm going to reference the Gauley. Upper right. or lower? The one with the big wall that flipped us. <laughs> uh, that would be the lower. I, think the one, that would be, I, I believe that's the lower Gauley. Yeah, I think it's lower Gauley. It's the rougher During rougher season river. when it's pumping. Okay. So I think of it this way. You, you can never... Have you ever done the thing in where you float the boat? Like there's maybe like a, a rapid that's like a two. And they're like, we're going to surf for a little bit. You hydro. And, yeah. yeah, you hydro. And you got to row into it, row into it. And that's a small rapid. Yeah. You're never going to stop that water from kicking you out. And I kind of always think about the grace of God and the will of God like a river. Because it's just so impressive. And, and there's nothing that can really come against it. And if you're in that flow... Mike is rolling his eyes. If you're in that flow and going with the flow, things are easier. Okay. And but if that guide is Jesus in your boat, I'll make it cheesy now for you. There we go. No, I, I, what I, all I wanted to say was for those of you who've been scoring at home, that would be meta five and meta six. Because, you know, there's meta four, which I'm, is, okay. which is just where we started. I'll switch to similes after this. Okay. But we were at Meta Six, so we have we have launched you we have launched several. Actually, one of the times here we go. To do this. We are launching several sermon series. <laughs> it's choose your own sermon series on Sunday. You come in, and you just you look at it through the glasses that you prefer to look through. Either we're on a river, we're we're planting stuff in our garden. Maybe we're Christians at our core. I mean, who knows? Maybe oh. we're maybe we're in baseball. Maybe, maybe we're swinging a bat or swinging a tennis racket in the sweet I spot. <laughs> I mean, look, what the heck? Come, come as you are, but you know what? Bring whatever metaphor you want, and then just wrap wrap the word of God around your metaphor. That's all you got to do. Are you ready, Jay? Say I, something else. I'll say something else. Oh. It's I'll like Jack and the Beanstalk, Mike. It's like you got these magic beans, and that's the word of God, and it grows this huge vine all the way up the sky. But the <laughs> devil's that great big giant up at the top trying to keep you from getting the golden, the goose that lays the golden eggs. I mean, that's what it's like, Mike. That's the new now life. You're gone. climbing up. You got to keep climbing, Mike. <laughs> keep climbing. This is what happens, folks, when you get vaccinated and you come in too soon. Too soon. <laughs> His head's everywhere, folks. I'm trying to keep this thing on I, I, one place. I, 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 fine. Okay. I'll, okay. Take, I'll take it somewhere else. Of course. No metaphor. No metaphor this time. Okay. I, I equate it to when, you know, it's like the apostles were, were just ready to lay it on the line, no matter what that meant. And, sure. And, uh, and, yeah, and, and God laid it on the line for us with well, Jesus. So for yeah, for an appropriate response for all the real to be real. Uh, it doesn't matter what metaphor you choose to use; it really does not. The point the point of all of this is that you are going to 
be in the boat. The point of this is you're going to swing at a ball. The point of this <laughs> is you will somehow climb into one of these metaphors that you love so dearly or that you've mentioned so many times, and you'll be a part of it. Ladies and gentlemen, I've lost Mike because I've crushed him with mathy metaphors I, I today. Am, uh, I have decided to start eating myself with my own teeth from the inside. If you watch my jaws, they will be chewing on my cheeks because I don't know what else to do here. Go ahead, Jay. Take it away. Okay, I'll equate it. Okay, so here we go. Also, um, you know, it's good to look at things in fresh ways, almost like driving four and a half hours to a weird Chick-fil-A. <laughs> So Mike's trying to get us don't to you, look. Don't at you the climb early into church my. Don't you climb into my personal business in a business. new and fresh way. Oh my! This goodness. is like having the apostles carry special Polynesian sauce. Oh geez. With them. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we've gone. So, anyways, we got something special this week for you in worship. That but we're not telling you what. We're it not is. telling you. We're not telling you. It's something to remind you of what's at the core. Of That's what right. we're doing, and I'll cycle back to the core. The core thing's great because everything we do should fall into that um, right. anagram, right? C O R E. And, you know, we, you know, and that, that as well ties the message. Because if you're wondering how to, if you're wondering how to see how this message develops, you take it back through the other three. Like this is about mm -hmm. bold execution. Okay, so where are the relationships? Well, the relationships are they are so close to God. They are so close to Jesus that their, their lives don't matter. Where's their outreach? Well, they are standing in the street proclaiming what the others have done. They are, they are going to the very head of the people against them and sharing the good news with them. You crucified this man, but he came back. Mm. We're not, I'm, I'm so not afraid to tell you that. And, you know, then the relationship is, they're willing to share the good news with people that want them dead. That's a high bar. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, that, 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 that translates well to today. Yeah. Now, granted, we are not in a place where people want us dead, but there's people that don't want us to succeed. There are people that don't want to hear another story about Jesus, don't want to hear anything from Christians, don't want to hear anything at all like that, but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't tell them. It doesn't mean that we should write them off. It just means that we need that same kind of boldness that says to heck with what you think, to heck with what your, your thoughts are about me. I'm thinking about Jesus right now. And that's enough for me to say, I don't care what you, what you say or do about me. I'm still going to share this good news with you. I'm still going it, it to, is, it is at my core that, that I will try and create and, and, build community. It is at my core that I want to not only look inward as far as building, building up myself, but I also want to look outward, building up the, the world around me and, you know, so on and so forth. But, you know, I, I did have somebody come up to me after church and say, Mike, well, you know, as a believer, it's not core, it's the other way around because you execute first. Because if you're not executing something, community is not going to happen, outreach is not going to happen, mm -hmm. and relationships aren't going to happen. And I said, yeah, but E-Core doesn't sound like, e e yeah, no, E-Rock is not as easy to think Ooh, about. Oh, that's as cool, though. I like E-Rock. I'm going to use E-Rock from here on out. Oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> no, but, but listen, that's just a great way of, there's a yin and a yang to it. Right. You know. Now, also, there was a challenge, there was a challenge issued, and, and that was last Sunday. And I said, look, if there is a point where you are using your core, so to speak, Share that. 
Share that in a text. Share that in an email. Share that in a, yes. sh a short video. Yes. And I wanna I wanna say there were a couple people that that did in fact do that. And one was one uh, sent a letter to someone they hadn't seen in a while. Sent them a card, just telling them that they were missed, they were loved. And I thought, yeah, you know, we we may we may look at we we may look at a challenge like that and think, oh, this is gonna be so big. I've got to do something so far outside my comfort zone. But you know, it is as simple as making contact with someone else and letting them know they're loved. That the community that they were in, if even if they're not in it anymore, still recognizes them, still loves them, still cares about them. And then the other one was uh, somebody somebody just started talking to another person and found a place where they could insert a prayer for him and, and prayed for him. And then in a follow-up, you know, cause I'll just let you, I'll, I'll give you a little bit of detail. This is someone that, that works in fast food. So you're going to see that same person when you go back to fast food again yeah. as, as a manager and, and just had that secondary, that, that repeat, have a, you know, have that talk again and actually went so far as to invite that person to church. And you know what? No matter what happens in that scenario, I myself think, yeah, that's someone working from their core. Oh, yeah. Because that's... that's Engaging yeah. their core. Yeah, engaging their core. Yeah. To use to use a uh, an exercise metaphor. Thanks, Jay. I didn't use it. I just you didn't did. Engage. No. Engaging I, your core. I really? floated it. That was a saying. That's uh, not a metaphor. Unbelievable. Well, and I, I'm trying to figure out a way, uh, maybe a cool creative way to share some of those too, like a compilation. So keep those coming. Yeah. Maybe we'll do something cool with that. Maybe like and, uh, and I'm going to encourage people to keep them coming uh, on the, in the message on Sunday because really I want to see it. I want to see it give way to everybody looking for the opportunities. I want to see it. I want to see it encouraging others that in the simple things we can do it, that in the grand things we can do it, but even in the in-between we can do it and, and not to be, not to be overwhelmed by it, not to be frightened by it, not to be uh, self, uh, not, not to lack self-confidence to do it or the self-esteem to do it. I'm going to add a third thing too. And I think this is, might be a cool thing too. I think sometimes I know a lot of our people who I can think of just engage their core all the time that you definitely, they, they, they shoot Christianity from the hip per okay. se. It's who they are. And maybe sometimes they don't even see it. Maybe if you see somebody really um letting that core shine say hey i saw you really be right you know maybe yeah. you encourage each other like that too i, I think yeah uh, you know what there's never going to be a place where i'm going to say encouragement is a bad thing no. yeah okay so if we can encourage each other in christ and what in what's going on that's wonderful uh but but i will tell you that the the sermon series is gonna is gonna go through the book most of the book of acts um now it's not going to be the the verse by verse it's going to be just the the breadth of the book for the next seven weeks you know this week included in that and one of the main themes of each one of these messages is either going to be whether it's about community whether it's about outreach whether it's about relationships or whether it's about execution this week is about execution um you know so that's i want to make sure that we're always coming back to that same thing that our core is being engaged uh, I guess we've got to use Jay's words on that. Well, hey, be here Sunday, and um, I'm excited about this new series, as you can tell. Yeah. And I, I've gotten all the metaphors out of my system. So no, you haven't. Have to just, no, because no, I I've definitely done it. I've, done, I've got none left. No. So have a great week. Thanks for tuning in again, and we'll see you Sunday. Take care.